0: While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions.
1: Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind the scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather. I'm one of your hosts, one of your personal Guides to this journey through sound and word. I'm joined by... Dre.
0: I'm the other guide. The other guide. If you And will. our audiovisual person, our <laughs> AV, our sound system. The struggle is real today. She's doing
1: amazing,
0: sweetie. Oh, thanks. Don't worry. So here we are again. There ain't no gold in this river. We are so excited about Adele's new song.
1: Go easy on us, guys. Go yeah, easy on go us. Yeah, go
0: easy on us. Go easy.
1: Me, baby. my voice is cracking because it's almost 11 30. So <laughs> it's
0: pretty early for me. I mean people have been anticipating Adele's new album though for a minute like yeah and- I feel like it's all I've seen on social media and like I was even just talking with Chad about it the other day he's I mean over the moon excited
1: about it. Well I had people tweeting me like I'm dying to know your thoughts on easy on me and I was like be right back sobbing on repeat <laughs> even after hearing it probably 40 times Like just when we were listening to it a minute ago, I got emotional. I know. I know. There's something about her voice that just pierces the soul. I know. And that's a gift, right? Absolutely. It can't be taught. No. It's just a God-given, goddamn gift. It is what she was born with. She was born this way. Born this way. I know. And aren't we all blessed for it and for her heartache, which is the topic of our podcast today. Heartache, I mean,
0: something light, fun to start the week off. As per usual, we're bringing you a, a fun and heartfelt and Who, uh, hilarious who's had their podcast. heart
1: stomped on? Why don't you call in right now?
0: one 800 this love lab I mean, but truly, some of the best art comes out of heartbreak, if not the best art. The best know? art
1: comes out of heartbreak. That's the tale of all times, of men trying to get the woman or the woman pining after the man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the... It is the, what is that word? It is like the river that flows through humanity. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's not the word,
1: but I made it work. (laughs) So speaking of Adele's divorce, and she does have a new boyfriend. Oh, she does. I I mean, right? Doesn't she? I didn't know. I don't know. We'd have to like fact check that, but I've I've heard rumorings. Okay. But she's smart to not put him at the forefront right now because we really want to kind of wallow in in the pain with her. Yes, in the heartbreak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the loss And and it's hard because she's so thin now. I know. Somehow somehow it's
0: less tragic. Jeez, I know. (laughs) But
1: her heartbreak is still just as palpable and real, Mm -hmm. even though she's, you know, lost 100 pounds and seems to have this new lease on life. Um, But that's kind of the tale. Like, what are the second chances that await us? Because we see second chances serve like not even survive but succeed all the time couples that have been had horrible divorces horrible breakups Mm -hmm. and totally dysfunctional co-parenting relationships or just kind of mad drama yeah and then all of a sudden they're in a new relationship and it's rainbows and butterflies and everyone's like this is real love
0: yeah uh-huh. I know, we see it happen all the time and I mean, even like not to be crass, but they always say the best way to get a- over someone is to get under someone, right? right. And so it's like why is right. that what fixes it? Like, you know, if we're so sad and heartbroken, it's like as soon as you can move on, yeah, as soon as well. there's someone new in your life. Mhm. Um, but I would like to think that that is false. I mean, I think that there's a lot more to healing than just having a new um, attachment object. Oh, I agree. You know? I agree. I think it's it's a good stepping stool to like
1: get to the next plateau of like where you need to be. But a lot of those rebound relationships are exactly that. You yes. Know? Yeah. They're just a trampoline to launch you into like a new, better, greater, truer love. Right. So when is it a rebound
0: and when is it real? I mean, that is. Such a good question. I mean, I think that it's hard to tell. And I think most first relationships after a breakup or after a divorce are rebounds. Yeah. Truly. I mean, if we're going to talk stats. Yeah.
1: Statistically, there has to be some like preamble right to the real deal right even if it's just like fucking around a little bit totally
0: yeah when it's like I think about like my own experience and um you know because I've been divorced twice we all know this because 10,000 hours of divorce (laughs) training (laughs) but like I think about the first boyfriend that I had after my first divorce and I laugh to even think I mean I'm totally still friends with him he's a great guy um but it's so far off from like who I am as a person, like it blows my mind that I was, that I sought out a relationship with him because it's, he is so different than like what actually would work for me in real life. But at the time I needed that. I needed that rebound relationship. I really, really did. When you were in the relationship, did you think it was a rebound? No. Did you think it was real love? True love? Yeah, Forever love? Uh Uh-huh. Why did it end? Uh, well, because of my weight problem, but that's a whole other... (laughs) Topic. shut up right <laughs> yes. now yeah are you serious yeah totally you're too thin <laughs> nope <laughs> not quite but the funny thing is is like now this is Dre speaking just for the <laughs> record in case someone's misconstrued our voices
1: and think it's me discussing this it's no Dre, I mean he's, she a re- had a weight problem. he's a really thin guy
0: and like Ichabod Crane thin kind of yeah yeah and he wanted that in a partner I think so. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because he was like, you know, we got to work through your weight problem. P.S. I was like, you know, 25, and all 25 year olds are, you know, Sin. skinnier than when they are yeah. at 40. <laughs> so well, I know, that's but astonishing. To but me. I did think it was real. And I loved, and I mean, really, he was so different than my first husband. And I think that was the attraction. I think the pendulum had to swing for me. And I sought out someone who was very, very, very different. And And your circumstances were unique too,
1: because your husband was the first man you'd been with.
0: Yes. He was your
1: first only real anything, only, only man. man. Yeah. Really I'd ever been. Only. Yeah. And now hundreds. Oh. thousands. <laughs> the list goes. The list. on. Now, ten thousand men for ten thousand <laughs> hours. Um, and so there really it is your first opportunity to like kind of see what else is out there. Yeah. And that was true for me, absolutely. Like I dated a Brazilian model. When okay, I first that's separated. right. Yeah. <laughs> because you could not go more opposite than, you know, my ex with, uh, with that scenario, you guys do the math. And I mean, I didn't ever even consider that it was anything real. It was just totally not real, which made it so fun. See,
0: and I feel like that's so much more healthy.
1: Yeah, maybe. You
0: know, I I do. Yeah. I'm so
1: healthy when it comes to love.
0: But I mean, it's self-aware and knowing what you're doing. I wish I would have known when I was in that relationship, like I wish I would have been cognizant of hey I see what I'm doing here I am really attracted to his qualities of this this and this because I have been missing that in my life were you are you sure you
1: weren't attracted to him just because he um only ate green leafy vegetables and <laughs> juice cleanses I did he like kept that. you on the straight and narrow when like it comes to him. your weight problem? actually no
0: that drove me bonkers it was of not fun to go to restaurants
1: did. what would he what is wrong with this man I mean just he's, he's still your friend so totally. sorry but is he still thin
0: oh yeah yeah, oh,
1: great! What a life you've lived, sir! What a dear life you've lived. So I'm thinking we've been talking a lot about um, some of the star-struck celebrities right now yes, that are out yes. there, which I'm fascinated with.
0: And let's just
1: okay. Travis, I mean, should we? Because Travis is yours. Because Courtney Kardashian yeah, is your muse, yeah, and and, and, and mentor.
0: Travis Barker. I mean, I was into punk rock in the late '90s. A little I'm, Blink 182 for Yeah, I'm for aging the Dre. myself, but like, you know, he's kind of iconic as a you know. A punk rock drummer and I remember seeing like on Us Weekly's Instagram or something that you know he and Courtney are dating and I was just like what (laughs) universe are we in and then just this weekend somebody said oh because he was on SNL he was um, drumming for Young Thug and somebody was like Oh hey, isn't that the guy who's dating Kourtney Kardashian? And I'm like, okay, this is the, a testament of the power of the Kardashians. If Travis Barker is now being referred to as the guy that is dating Kourtney Kardashian, I mean that's something for sure. That is something
1: for sure. I'm dying. And I think it was so it was so cool that he was on SNL because Kim had just been on SNL, mm-hmm. and when she did her um, opening monologue, she said, "I you know." she just did a tribute to Kanye. I dated the greatest rapper of all time, you know, and, like, she really was giving him accolades. And I thought, how generous of Kim. Right. Oh, my gosh. To throw some bones to Kanye. But Kanye is ye. I mean, he's his own... God, right? Totally. But the fact that Kim can throw shine on him. So the Kardashians are their own universe. Absolutely. And, and I mean, that's a whole... We got to come back system, to that. Yeah. We have got to come back to that. But like... Because we have Kim and Kylie at Beauty Lab because we recognize the power of the sun. Icons for sure. We recognize female strength. There's yes. not one man in that group that is running anything. Rob is in his bedroom gaming. Yeah. Totally. Bruce is, is now, now Caitlin. Caitlin. It is a female force of power and i think that's why they get a lot of hate too. Yeah, oh absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I don't like
1: momagers.
0: Well, um, i do feel like people are still kind of scratching their head about Courtney and Travis. Really? Yeah. I
1: feel like it is pure true love. I almost wept when i saw their engagement pictures with like all the roses and the candles.
0: I'm so happy and for them.
1: you have to look at their stories. And it to me it's an epic love story because Courtney was with a bad boy for years yes. and had children with Scott
0: Disick what's Mm his um let the Lord be with you let the Lord be with you I mean I can barely say it it's Lord Disick
1: (laughs) and when you first used to have Lord Nord on your phone relate referring to your husband ex-husband soon to be you're still married might need to point that out right you're not officially divorced (laughs) um I thought that it was a nod to Scott Disick and I thought it was really cool Right, because like, let the Lord be with you. Because I, th- I don't think Scott Disick says it like he's like the patriarch of the home. Like you kind of meant it. Like he right. meant it like, you know, facetiously. Yes. Well, like, because I'm Jesus he's, Christ.
0: It, well, and he got that. He got like knighted uh, in one of the episodes of uh, Oh, so is that what it K- kept- Kardashians? Yeah, and so he became the Lord of like a manor out in England <laughs> or something, <laughs> and it was a total like tongue in cheek. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, I mean. So for me, that's a full circle thing because Lord Disick was with
1: Courtney. Yes. And you had Lord Nord on your phone forever. I know. So I just got to find my Travis Barker. You got to find <laughs> Travis Barker. But Travis Barker was married to Shanna Mokler, Yes. And they were on a reality show that I loved. And they have a daughter named Alabama, which is one of my favorite names for a girl because of True Romance, that Quentin Tarantino oh, film. Oh, yeah. Alabama and Clarence.
0: And you have a daughter named Georgia. And I have you a daughter named Georgia. I names. love the states. But I, I mean,
1: obviously I couldn't name Alabama gay. But so I went with Georgia, which is- it's know, such a, name a great name. name. It is a great it's name. It's a great name. But um, Travis was like, you got to see a lot of how he functioned as a dad yes. in that relationship. And it was really fascinating. And he was, I, I mean, I feel like this is like the next day quarterback saying all these things. But like, I loved him. Yeah. I felt like he was a heartfelt, soulful- Intuitive guy that was funny and really truly loved deeply, mm-hmm. and I was so sad when they divorced and it got kind of tumultuous and ugly. Yeah, and then he got in that horrible plane crash. That's oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, this is all part of their love story. That's right. He was in a in a plane that crashed. He yes. lost two or two or three of his friends. Yes, and he was burned over a lot of his body. And it was very, very tragic. And he refused to fly ever since that crash. That's right. And That's right. Guess mm-hmm. what got him flying again?
0: Little Courtney Kardashian. Little
1: Courtney Kardashian. And he said, when, "When I when I'm with her, I'm gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> you can cry. <laughs> Go <laughs> easy on me, baby. <laughs> um, I'm seeing that so poorly." But I really, when I see it in the shower, it sounds awesome. <laughs> Amazing.
0: It's hard to get I the projection in the yes, volume. You know, here. I don't.
1: I wasn't born with the gift. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't born with the Dell's gift. Um, he said, "I feel invincible when I'm with her," and like basically, I'll follow her anywhere. Like I'll fly yeah. anywhere with her. And so wow. she got him over this colossal fear of flying. And I couldn't help but break it back to Erica Young's book, "The Fear of Flying." Fear of flying, yes, in love, yeah. Fear of letting go, being in love, and just going all in, especially when you've been hurt so much like we've seen. Mm -hmm. We've seen Courtney be hurt. She has really let her struggles be on air. You know, we've all experienced that with her. And so it was this beautiful thing that they were there for each other. It felt like puzzle pieces. But then I didn't even realize like she's never had a wedding. She's never been a bride.
0: Did she never marry Scott?
1: She never married Scott. That's right. They never got married. If that's I, right. Correct me. No, you're well, they you're never totally did, right. right?
0: You're totally right.
1: So she's like he it's almost cuz I thought, oh that's so fast. Like just being in love, you don't need to get married. You don't have financial burdens. Sure. You don't have you don't need the tax break or whatever. Right. It's well, they probably need it, but you know what I mean? And I thought, no, it's because he's fulfilling like all of her childhood dreams too. Like she gets to have an engagement and a proposal and a wedding like her sister Kim's had too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just thought
0: It was such a beautiful, like, second chance. Yeah, absolutely. It is. think of that wedding. I know. My mind is blown right now because I had forgotten about the plane crash. And then I had totally spaced that she and Scott never got married. And it's interesting because, like, even to look at her relationship with Scott now, I'm just so impressed with her as a human being. And, you know, because, like, he of course, had his relationship with Sophia Ritchie, who yeah. I'm, I'm sure is a lovely person, you know, but, but it was a little different because she was so young. She's 21. Yeah. Like, and you then know. Amelia. Was, yeah, I, yeah. 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 The, the Serena's daughter. Yeah, I can't daughter, think of her
1: real yeah. last name. I want to say Amelia Gray because that's her Instagram, but yeah, it's Amelia Hamlin, I guess. I've never said her actual last name. Yeah, it
0: must be. Gosh. But, but Courtney Amelia just Rennes like h- hyphen Hannah. rises <laughs> above, like she still co-parents with him all with total do. grace. Yeah. And like, they're all still friends with Scott. And it like, it makes me want to also have that kind of relationship with my co-parents. And it's like, how does she do that when it's being like flaunted in her face? That is hurtful. That is hurtful. It's hurtful and he was so flagrant about it and he's dating 21 year
1: olds with no children that are, you know, I mean, if, if I were Scott, I'd date a 21 year old too. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I wouldn't even blink. So I think it would be so hard, but think how hard it would be to have your dad transition to a woman. Yeah. And think how hard it would be to have Tristan Thompson, you know, cheat on you with your sister's best friend. Yeah. And Allegedly. And all of the things that they have not only had displayed like on our television screens, but fodder for tabloids and horrible things. And they literally rise above it. Yeah. And live their best lives. Because I would have stayed married for a lot of things. Optics being one of them. Sure. And I had no scrutiny on my life. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And if I were like a international star married to Kanye, I'd probably put up with a lot of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well- you did put up with a lot of yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying the stakes are so much higher. Yeah. And we have to give credit for the women that are willing to just say, nope, my integrity or my happiness, my children's happiness is more important, you know, and I'm getting divorced. I'm yeah, or I'm doing whatever.
0: Yeah. I know. But so, what makes
1: Courtney think that Travis will be better than Scott? I mean, I think I can think of a million reasons. Yeah. But... It's just interesting that, like, we're not looking at their flawed histories as much as we're looking at the, like, epic connection.
0: Sure. Yeah. And the potential for a future. For a future. Next couple on the list, MGK and Megan Fox. Megan Fox. This is another one that's just titillating.
1: Titillating. (laughs) Just imagining them naked together is enough to send me,
0: honestly. I know. Because
1: they're both total bad boys, which I have such a thing for. The more tats, the better. Yes. And...
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, that just, the and their sexual beyond, energy yeah. is. I just had like. to drop my lip gloss. <laughs> this is the amount of sexual energy. <laughs> and do you think that people
1: love them or love to hate them? I think people love them. I think mm-hmm. people love love. I think it is, there's a line from a movie called Beautiful Girls that nobody's ever seen, but I have. And Michael Rappaport is in it, and he's talking about the power of a beautiful woman. And it's bottled promise. It's bottled hope. And he's like, and that's as good as love. Because he has all these models, like, on his walls. They're like, dude, take this down. It's not real. You're never going to be with a model. You know, get a... And he's like, no. A beautiful girl, like... And I think this is the promise of love. The promise of love, the promise of beauty emerging and being a couple, it's hope in a bottle. Yeah. And it's better than love. So it's like, just seeing them make out at a concert, (laughs) MGK and Megan Fox, like, just his immense talent and having her be recognized she was a
0: mom yeah and had been in a long term long marriage with brian yeah, austin green exactly and 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 that in of in and of itself was kind of a thing too because it's like he was older and he was like from 90210 and she was this young hot you know overtly sexual woman but she didn't
1: want to be hot or overtly sexual and she felt very angered that they kept putting her in that role. Yeah. I, mean, she, I think she saw the right on the wall. Like they weren't going to cast her as, you know, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was... But I read what she was, um, she was describing her relationship with MGK Colson. If you go by his first name. And she said, I recognized that he would accept like the weirdness in me. And there were parts of herself. She said that I'm going to cry again, that she had locked away because they didn't mm-hmm. fit. She was supposed to be a beautiful, pretty, nice girl. Yeah. She wasn't supposed to be weird or freaky or have depth or be dark. Right. You know? Right. And she was like, parts of myself that I had locked away, I no longer have to protect and I can show that to him. And I knew it immediately. Hmm. And I was like, and I want him to find love too, because he's a single dad, you know? Of course. He's my favorite artist. I know. I'm like, (laughs) and you're just a giant fan of his. I mean, I love him. Yeah, I know. And I want Megan Fox for him. And I want Courtney for Travis. It's like, yes. you can't be with me, boys. <laughs> Go with them.
0: Go be free. I
1: set you free, MGK. I set you free.
0: You know, but that's the thing is like, so if she felt, because I, I can completely relate. If you've you know, if you feel like you have to lock away parts of you in order to be with someone, if you have to hide out. And I mean, we talk about this a ton, even just with Glennon's book of like, you know, we have to be the caged cheetah and stay in the cage. And then if you find someone who allows you to be the wild animal that you are, that is such a gift. And, you know, why... How is it gonna work second time around? Is it about making a different choice, finding a better fit, or is it about also just the growth that you've done in those years in the first relationship or marriage? You know, because like Adele's song, she says like, Go easy on me. We were both or I was so young. I was still a child. Yeah. And had yet to feel the world around me. Yeah. And so it's like but does also, it take you know, learning and growing in order to be able to feel worthy of being seen?
1: Can you love someone, someone you loved at 20, can you love them at 40? You know, cause that's yeah. what, that's what we preach, you yeah. know, get married young and, and live. We don't say have four or five marriages for four or five phases of your life. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was on a group text this morning and I told my friend just to get pregnant. She doesn't have any children. I said, <laughs> none of us are raising our firstborns with the father. So just join yeah. the club, <laughs> you know, literally. Yeah. yeah. And I've never thought that I would be in that group. I just never did. Yeah.
0: Yep. And yet here we are. And would you change it knowing what you know now? I'm sure, y- yeah, I think I would
1: change everything, but you can't change the kids, you know, because who they are is so uniquely them, but it's also 50% you and 50% your partner. Yes, so, yes, that is a very, very conflicted emotion. Mm-hmm. And I think that we don't, I mean, I think we talk about it ad nauseum. <laughs> but I don't think we recognize how conflicted that is. Yeah. Because I can see like, um, I mean, it's so easy to see when people are going for like, they look at what didn't work in their first relationship Mm -hmm. and then they go for like, for example, like they go for the person that just wants to be in the cage. Yeah. They go for the caged animal because they know she's simple they know she's not gonna challenge them. She know they know that all she wants to do is be pretty and get taken on vacations. And so they totally they're like, Oh, I can handle that. Yeah. What I can't handle is connecting and, you know, Depth. deep conversations yeah. and ambition. Yeah. I need someone that just wants to be work maybe twenty hours a week, mm-hmm. be on my arm and support me in my endeavors. Yeah. And so you can see when people do a direct turn and go for something easier because, you know, but I love it when they go for when they so dating Sophia Ritchie was easier, totally. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, no shade on Sophia. Absolutely, and just, yeah, yeah. She would admit it. Dating, yeah. dating Amelia was easier. She didn't have kids. She didn't have a M- career. She doesn't have. Well, sorry, you know, I'm sure careers and all those things. But sure. you know what I'm saying? You yeah, don't have a life,
0: like, and or running a business that where they have demands on their time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When they're on an international television show, yeah. <laughs> You know, just different
1: things that complicate. But they, you can see when it's when it's simplistic and when people are retreating mm-hmm. and that it looks very rebound, but when it's two puzzle pieces and it's like, they're diving into the conflict. Yes. Courtney is emerged in conflict and so is Travis. And they drove into their biggest fears to their biggest, you know, concerns yeah. and then found mm-hmm. each other. And then it's like, that to me is true
0: love. Like in the, you know, I, you always connect in the dark, right? Yeah. Yes. I love that is, I love everything that you just said. I have the chills. I love that. Yes. Well, I'll be
1: here all week, folks. (laughs) No, but it's true because I, and I, when I read that about Megan saying that too, like, that's the difference. It's like, she could probably date anyone in the world she wanted to if she kept parts of herself locked away, but she didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And I don't want you to do that anymore. Yeah. And I don't want to do that anymore because that was in that opening line of Adele's song, like, there ain't no gold in this river that I keep washing my hands in. And it's like, that's how I felt when I was really trying to just make the marriage work. It's like, I am panning for gold and there ain't no
0: gold. This it's river. just silt at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but is someone going to come up over the hill and come to the same river and bend down at that same point and pan and find gold in a relationship that I could have. Wow. I mean, I would hope so. I would hope so. Like I would hope so too. And you? I, I think the answer is yes. And do you want to know why I'm going to take the analogy a little step further. Okay, please do. Well, Think of a river. Mm-hmm. It's always running. Yep,
0: constant it's never flow. stagnant.
1: It's constant flow. So that river, the minute I get up from it and walk away, it's a different river.
0: Mm-hmm. So there
1: might not be any gold for me in that river at that time. But I get up, walk away, find a different river, mm-hmm. find a different point, point. and someone behind me, if they find gold, it's okay. It's okay. It was their gold it to was find. Their gold to find. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that, you know. But like I also want to recognize if I'm just panning for gold, you know, over and over and over. And I think a lot of people in rebound relationships will be like, Wait, there ain't no gold in this river. It looked really shiny and great. And it (laughs) looked like if she could do it, I could do it. But Uh what makes us think, you know, I always think like if they've had a broken relationship, if he was so horrible to her, why does she think he's gonna be good to her? You know. Mm -hmm. But it's because it's always moving and we're always evolving as humans and love is always evolving. And what we need at one point might not be the puzzle piece we need at another point in our life. Yeah. So it's a way to kind of look at evolving
0: relationships without criticism mm-hmm. or threat. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it is always like, I, I just, I love that analogy because you're right. And I've, I remember my therapist saying, okay, now when your ex-husband you know, start stating someone or whatever, like it's going to sting, it's going to hurt. And I remember thinking like, I don't want it to, I want to just be happy for him. Yeah. I really do. Like I want to just be happy for him. I don't want it to sting and hurt because my ego doesn't need to be involved here. Like no. And your ego, I mean the girl, I mean, yeah, if it was gonna, <laughs> if it was going to work, it was going to work right. for me and it didn't. And so why waste my time feeling sad that it's working for someone else, but not for me. Right. You know what I mean? Because and assuming that there's some different,
1: like she's, like there's some different quality about their relationship that is deficient in you.
0: Yeah. Well, and I just remember running into a girl that he was dating um, over the summer and I was like so happy to see her. It's someone that I know. and oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I think,
1: yeah. No, I think we were both like yeah. thrilled because she's so cool. She's so yeah. cool
0: and just so kind. And I like, and I remember- Probably why they didn't end up together. <laughs> but I remember thinking like, okay, like I want this for him. I want, yeah. I want this for him. I want him to be happy. I remember you, you saying know? that and being like, what can we do to encourage them? Yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's offer her
1: free services <laughs> at the lab. You continue to date her ex. So we will give you free <laughs> laser hair removal. Because ultimately if he's happy and with someone- that makes him happy and a yeah. better dad and a better human and a
0: better father. Then that everyone wins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If she supports him in being the best version of himself. Yeah. And, ab- that, and why biggest, wouldn't I want the that? biggest
1: version? I think for girls that date guys after divorce is you have to embrace their children. Absolutely. That's yeah. The, that's yeah. the fundamental thing because if you look at it as anything other than extension of them, and mm-hmm. if and if you look at them shirking those duties as a way for you to win, that is a losing game.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why I look at Courtney and I think, gosh, like she really is a soldier, you know? She's a soldier. Because She's like- She's there on family trips together. Absolutely. He's at every
1: event. Yep. hmm You know? And it's, I always, the thing that's hard is like, I think, well, of course, because Scott's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'd invite him to my events. Totally. He can hang out with me. Totally. But it's not cool if he's bringing around a 21-year-old in French kissing her on a yacht when you're at home with your babies. Yeah. There's yeah. a sting in that. And- I love that. I think Travis is like this deep meeting deep, you know? Yeah. Because Scott sc- Travis isn't flaunting around at the twenty-one year old right now. No, you know he's he,
0: doing. He's like, doing better. He's doing,
1: he's <laughs> playing backup drums for Young Thug, and he's got Courtney Kay. And that wedding, and those two—if they have a baby, I will. I hope they have a baby. I hope they have a baby. mealy. how old is she? Thirty-eight. Um,
0: she's no, she's forty. She's I forty-one, have maybe. A
1: baby. I want her to have another baby with him. Yeah,
0: I think she will. I hope she. She does. loves being a mother, and I. I She's love so that good about at her. it, and that's what I feel like. Maybe that is part of it. Like, because when you just said like Scott's on a yacht, like making out with his twenty-one-year-old girlfriend, that I mean, that does sting. But I'm thinking, maybe she doesn't care about that. Maybe she is just so happy to be with her kids. Yeah, you know, and just be the mom be that at she home is, and like yep. I want
1: to. Be on a yacht. Well, I don't, you know. I mean, I would love to be on a yacht, but like... (laughs) I like mac and cheese. (laughs) I like Paw Patrol. (laughs) Who needs super yachts? But when you have the option to have everything, there is something so wonderful about just being with your children. Yes. With no financial burden, with no Mm -hmm. emotional burden, with no, you know, like just being like doing the cat puzzle. Yeah. You know? (laughs) That brings me so much joy. Oh,
0: I had the best weekend. Like
1: eighties movies with Cafe Rio on the couch with my girls with no no commitment to anyone. Yeah. And my our phones aren't not that our phones are a burden, but just no commitments to anyone. Yeah. We're just with each other. And I love that. So I think you're right, Courtney might have
0: been that way. Yeah. And now she gets to share her life with like a wonderful partner who also is engaged, you know, in wanting to be involved and you know, And was
1: willing to make huge, huge changes to be with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overcoming a phobia like that, when you've nearly died in a plane crash, and then to say, I feel invincible when I'm with her. Yeah. Like, I would love for someone to say that about me.
0: Yeah. I feel invincible when I'm with you, Heather. I feel invincible when I'm with you. <laughs> watch us die in a plane crash I know. next week. <laughs> We're like, bye. <laughs> you
1: die. But that is, it is um, fascinating to watch these relationships. Let's do one that's not so great. Okay. I mean, quite possibly the most epic relationship of our generation, which would be Kim K and Kanye.
0: Yep. I knew you were going to say that.
1: Well, they're two icons. It would be like if Beyonce and Jay-Z announced that they're getting divorced. Totally. Yes. Because you've got two icons, each in their own right. Mm -hmm. Two powerhouses that have put their lives together, had children together. Yeah. And um, seemingly could overcome anything. Just they have enough wealth, enough resource. Mm -hmm. You think like there's nothing they can't overcome if they love each other. Right. 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 But we also, as mental health advocates know that bipolar disorder is a mental illness Mm -hmm. that if not treated or medicated properly can be impossible to navigate as a a spouse. I would sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's what's so heartbreaking about it is that, I mean, there, there are great treatments for bipolar disorder and it's, I mean, it doesn't have to be the way that it was with Kanye. I, I The think, way that but, Kim described it. Yeah. It's like having it's really to. So
1: hard. Just to have a creative genius where you don't want to hamper. You don't want him to be medicated to the point where he just wants to stay home and watch 80s movies. And sure. Rio. That's our yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> he has to create.
0: Sure. Yeah. And
1: tap into that. I, I like to say tap into the crazy. because, like all the best people are crazy.
0: Yeah. They really For are. Sure. For sure. And
1: I, you would sense like I have children. I have my own life, my own career. And marriage as much as I love this person is not working Mm -hmm. but then why would anyone with less resource less resolve less reasons to stay with him be
0: with Kanye knowing that not even Kim K
1: could Could make it work Yeah. yeah
0: I know that and will not I, I kind of had like a knee jerk reaction too when I saw that who is it that he's dating Irina uh, Irina shake yeah who's I mean so stunning
1: she dated I think Bradley Cooper maybe yeah she's just this gorgeous supermodel yeah
0: but I remember kind of like have feeling a gut punch and being like okay so Kanye gets to move on now right. like
1: for real <laughs> you know well who is Kim gonna move on to right right I mean, who... Okay, so let's just say Travis Barker's the social equivalent of Scott Disick, but with all the right things, sure, right? Sure, sure. Who would be that parallel to Kanye in the in the universe?
0: I mean, Jay-Z. And he's well, taken.
1: Beyonce, yeah. watch your <laughs> back. But what, why... Don't you think, like, certainly both of us have dated people who other people discarded and thought were the most atrocious humans on the earth, but why, yeah. would, why did we find gold in that part of
0: the river and they didn't? Right, I mean... Just different skill set, maybe different needs, different um different timing. Yeah, different, different expectations. T- yes, yeah. Timing ex- expectations is huge for because sure. Because when I think about like when I've dated like the felon or
1: the recently released from prison or I mean, right.
0: dated yeah. guys that were
1: not great on paper, I know that like society's rejected them, other girls have rejected them, but I'm not looking at them as a provider.
0: Sure. As a husband. Which changes everything. Changes everything. I'm not Mm -hmm. looking at them
1: to make sure the bills are paid. I'm not looking at them to make sure that we have a roof over our heads. Yeah. Or even to raise your children. Or, yeah. Or even to ever meet them because they never even get to meet the kids, right? Right. So it's like, of course, that's a, if all I'm looking for is companionship and like great conversations and great sex, like there's, that's a gold in the river for me. Sure. Yeah. But for someone else to come and be like, well, sure they had that, but they didn't, they were crazy. They spent all my money. They, you know, they Mm -hmm. didn't, were never around for the kids.
0: They, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, is, is that gold for someone? Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Just different expectations of different people.
0: Mm -hmm. But the thing that's funny about guys
1: is they'll always date a girl just for sex. Oh, for sure. Even, and they'll be like, we'll be like, she's crazy. And like, you can't stand her. Yeah. But she, the sex. but is she'll great. Put, out. She put out yeah <laughs> yeah I mean think of our we have so many examples of yeah. that in our life yeah. people we know that guys we know that'll be like yeah she's crazy yeah but why not
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and, I, is that, and I mean do we need to look at that and acknowledge it as that's their gold that's or? their gold that's all they want and then you can
1: pan in a shallow part of the river and get some nuggets
0: sure yeah you know absolutely but you're not going to be waiting waist deep looking right. for the but is that the person that is going to you know that you're it's going to help you raise your children, right. you know, step-parent your kids. No, they're just using them for yeah. sex. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. And I think that when women do that with men,
1: it's we it's somehow we don't allow that. We don't allow a woman just be like, oh, it, it's just... This sex- is meaningless. It, yeah, this it's just is meaningless. Just... I'm just dating an 18-year-old model. Who cares? Right, right. We, women don't have that same latitude, but all the men in our lives do. Yeah. I can think of three men right now that are just sleeping with girls that they know are crazy and can't stand, but just
0: because the sex is good. Yeah, so girls, keep doing what you're doing because your time is short. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing is like, is it, is it about changing? Should, should those expectations be changed? Because isn't part of a round two or part of, you know, healing after, you know, separation, breakups, divorce, like that rebound, get you some, get, Get over someone by getting under Under someone someone new. Yeah, You know, like maybe that's what it is. Just embrace that like, oh, this is my relationship that is going to be sexual healing for me. Sexual healing and take
1: away the purity culture. Take away the expectations that you have to have sex for meaning or sex for relationships or sex for kids, Mm -hmm. you know? Sure. And just look at uh, finding, but I think people know when they're just having sex and they know when it's something that could be real. Yeah. Because... Obviously, the sex between MGK and Megan Fox is hot. Sure. Of course. And it could be... <laughs> Look at them. They could survive on sex alone. So could looks like, from the looks of it, Courtney and, and Travis, Travis as well. Yeah. yeah. So when you have all those components, but you're also able to unlock all of the hidden parts of yourself, then you know it's mm-hmm. a second chance at love. Yep. And maybe the first chance failed because you never unlocked those parts of you. And to really love, you have to really be
0: vulnerable and yeah. really reveal. Yeah and be seen and appreciated Mm -hmm. and loved be seen Mm -hmm. be seen for who we really are and loved Mm -hmm. yeah I love you Dre I love you too (laughs) in the name of Andy Cohen amen well I am thrilled for all of these people getting second chances I am too there ain't no gold in this river everybody go listen to Adele we'll put a little clip in yes
1: there ain't no gold in this river, that I've been in my hands in forever. I know there is hope
0: in these waters, but I can't bring myself... It is healing and relatable yes. AF. And she sings to your soul. Yeah. It pierces your soul. Oh, she's a national treasure. A gift. From the heavens. She is. She's not our nation,
1: nation, though. She's England. That's
0: true. She is their national treasure. Spit upon your grave, Adele. Their national treasure.
1: She's the Brits. She's second only to the queen. Nope. (laughs) Lady Di, Meghan Markle, fourth in line in our iconography, (laughs) Adele. Well, um, what is our Just the Tip? Our Just the Tip is to look at the parts of yourself that you've locked away hmm and look at the relationships you're in and look at the things that you're fine to keep locked away all the time and look at the things that you might want to open up and maybe that blockage is what's keeping you from finding your puzzle piece
0: yes I like it
1: like if you're wrapped up in cellophane you can't figure out if you're you know you don't know which pieces fit if the pieces are still in the
0: box Right, For the puzzle, Boom. you are just like knocking them out of the park today. Well, with I'm all an, the... well, you had the cat
1: puzzle out, That's, <laughs> I'm just looking around the room for inspiration.
0: I mean, so have a jack o' lantern of a pumpkin October day. <laughs> I mean, my just the tip is uh, I we normally don't do separate ones, but I am gonna just shout out Porcupine Pub and Grill go get their beer cheese soup. It is a limited time only, and oh. it's Oktoberfest. It's a good thing because. That soup didn't stand a chance once it was in front of me. I
1: looked over, (laughs) literally looked over. I was waiting for mine to cool so that I could take a bite.
0: And she was like sopping up the remnants. No, what I do is I take the spoon and I scrape the bread bowl and like get a chunk of bread and soup and soup one, and in potato one and, scoop. and beer and, it's and cheese. So good. It is you a guys. divine experience. I had like four
1: bites and was full. Also, we I also got the Bavarian sampler. To be fair,
0: but it but it is a it's a heavy it's a hearty hearty heavy meal. It's a hearty soup. But I ate every last and should a drop. Of shout it's out our lunch so dates since we know they don't listen to our podcast. Yes. Those bastards, yes. Chris and Dave, <laughs> <the> goddamn <laughs> bastards. hope you choke on your spitzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hit, hit up your porcupine girl for. uh Octoberfest. if you're local. If you're local, yeah. All the locals, we yes. love porcupine and we love the Bavarian Fair. Yes, we do. All right. Well, um, I mean, anything else to well, touch we on? Well, we were going to do a review. Are we doing a review? Yeah. Okay. So I chose this one just because I thought it was really sweet. Okay. So uh, here's our Beauty Lab blessed. My first time doing any kind of cosmetic work, and they were great. My cousin recommended them to me, and I'm so glad that I went. Sam got me checked in. She greeted me when I walked in and was very polite. Mark and Allie took care of procedures I was having done. Allie was nice and upbeat, which helped me feel more relaxed, and Mark was friendly and personable. He went over everything with me, and I felt he was honest about what work was necessary for me. He also seemed very detailed and wanted to make sure that he got everything done correctly and evenly, uh, if that makes any sense, LOL. Allie went over the aftercare with me and gave me aftercare paperwork, which is easy to follow and reassuring of what's normal. Both she and Mark said that I did a really good job and was so calm, but honestly, how they were is what helped me stay calm since I didn't bring a friend or anyone with me. And like I said, it was my first time having anything done. Chad got me checked out and he was friendly and complimented the work that was done and said that I look great. Overall, I had a really good experience and look forward to going back when it's time. So I thought that was so, so cute. Sweet. I know. I thought it was so... Sweet and just like beauty lab experience and Dr. So Mark relatable. is Dr. the chronic doctor yeah chronic doctor Dr. Dr.
1: Mark Frankham and he is also who does all of our cannabis medical cards mm-hmm. so you can book him for
0: injections or he also is a QMP which is a qualified marijuana provider yes yes but I just think that that like I don't know I'm just remembering when I was a med spa client. Like you do, kind of feel nervous, and especially if you're going alone. And sometimes you don't want to take a friend. Sometimes it seems indulgent, or like you know, you come with whatever, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like you don't have to be scared. We got you. If you don't have a friend to come, of course, bring your friends. But like more fun with friends. But we we do solo. But like we will be your friend, and we will hold your hand and make sure that everything. Is smooth and and easy. That's what we always say. Like life is hard enough. Self-care is hard enough. When you you get yourself to
1: beauty lab, once you walk through the doors, beauty lab takes care of the rest. We will be with you every step of the way. You will not feel pressured to buy anything. You will not feel mm-hmm. pressured to get anything done. You will not be upsold. You will not be locked into anything. You will be treated with respect for yep. your time, your money, and your self-divination, your ability to define. What you want to look like and how much you want to spend. And that is what we honor. Yes. So the hard part is just getting yourself through the doors and then we take over from yeah, there. We got it. We get you on the Indiana Jones ride and we just take you through <laughs> it. We leave you with a lollipop and a friendship and maybe a picture on the wings, picture, <laughs> a wing picture on the wall.
0: Exactly. Oh, I, all right. Well, I love all of our beauty labbers. And I love our, we, um, the lab loves you, beauty labbers. Exactly. Um, and remember, life is short. By the, the lips. <laughs>